hey, you all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble, getting to sleep, trouble, staying asleep. Welcome to Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever it is that's keeping you awake, whether it's thinking, feeling, uh, emotional or physical, outside noises, changes in routine, uh, stress, uh, we, we, you know, stuff, uh, you know, snores, uh, you know, mo- the full moon. That's been bothering a lot of retrogrades, uh, school grades. Retro, you know, retro people, you know, uh, anything in your retro or your grading, you know, if you're sleeping on a grade, that could keep you awake too, you know, especially if it's a new and you haven't adjusted to sleeping on a grade. And if you're actually sleeping on a grade, what is the most sleepable grade? A B? Like a C? An F? No. An E? Upside down E is basically a bed. A? Definitely no. I mean, I guess like the. Yeah, there's no way, like a B, you get, I guess a B could be comfortable, like a comfortable C, probably not. Well, I guess you could get a upside down C if you get in there in the fetal position. Uh, but don't sleep in number grades. You don't want to sleep on them. Probably not. Uh, but wherever is this keeping me awake, I'm going to create a safe place. And how I'm going to do it, I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use these creaky, dulcet tones. Wings of pointlessness, uh, superpowered meanders, and meandering superpowers. Me- meander powers for short. Pauses that could come at any moment. <laughs> uh, sorry, there was even a mouse noise in there, but I, that was, I guess, uh, like gratuitous pauses. I, I, you know, I have been, been honest about that. And you might say, like, why would I send my voice across the deep, dark night? Why, like, what makes someone, what drives someone to make a sleep podcast? And I say, because I can relate to lying there and not being able to sleep. And I've talked about that before. Uh, But I I think there's something relatable in there. Uh, And that's why sometimes I share something that I'm going through. Like, that doesn't have to do with sleep. Because I say, well, you know, I don't know what it, I know there's some people that listen you know, they're going through some very hard times, and I might not have experienced the same thing, but I can relate to that uh, desperate need for rest. And so that's why I make this show. But you say, what kind of person makes a strange meandering podcast? And, and I'll tell you, uh, a person, you know, that, that that's not perfect. And a person with some eccentricities and a person whose bathroom sink has been clogged uh, for so long, he doesn't have the ability to even grasp his four weeks. Like that, there probably is some sort of plague brewing in there. If there wasn't so much uh, chlorine within the pipes of my bathroom sink, uh, so much so that he's forgotten what it would be like to wash his hands not in the tub or the the kitchen sink. And, but, but you say, okay, let, let's unpack this a little bit. So, so you say, well, maybe you have the ability to confront your land, you know, say, hey, well, why, you know, uh, can you please get this done? You, you know, let's just unpack it a little. And this isn't, this is my, like my issues actually. So it's, maybe it's interesting, maybe it's not, but this is like the kind of overthinking I do at bedtime. 
that causes me to find myself repetitively these uh, whatever you call them issues that always come up in your life. That even though you spend all that you know that you're trying to improve yourself, you still say, "Well, I'm still fine." You know, I still make these fumbles. And I guess like that's important to foster the curiosity, but also say, "Hey, you know, I, I got these strange struggles too." Yours might be different. Well, yeah, I guess it's not that glamorous either. But like five weeks ago, my bathroom sink clogged up. And I'm not incompetent when it comes to that. Now, I'm not a plumber, but I, you know, have the ability to, you know, probe it with, a, you know, do the thing with the, what do you call that thing? A hanger. And, you know, see if there's anything in there. And I can, you know, really jam it and bend it. And I said, oh, okay, there's, and then you, you, then you get the Drano and the plunger and boiling water. And if you do that, you realize, okay, it's not inside the apartment that it's clogged. So then, you know, someone like me, I prefer to be more passive. Text the landlord, okay, and then it says, then uh, text. Did you get my first text about the collapsing? And then, then that goes through. And then the landlord sets up to, to, to get it fixed. And then, but then you have to deal with another party. And so it's like, oh, oh, like right away, I said, okay, let's relive this issue again with another person. You say, okay, you're going to fix it on Friday. Great, I'll see you then. Okay, great. You're going to fix it on Monday now. I'll see you Monday. And then that was, I think it was two Mondays ago that I, and then I've like, I've been uh, overthinking, well, what's my next step here? No call, no fixing. And then, I mean, I guess when you're a renter, this kind of thing, you say, well, I don't want to get in any trouble with the landlord. So maybe I should just talk about it on a podcast. But, but you see, I guess, like, the, it's not really about the sink. You know, it's like uh, we all have these, like, little things that come up. Like, for me, Christmas decorations, Halloween decorations. Those go up. They don't come back down until they fall down. And you say, well, why can't? And they say, well, maybe by sharing on the podcast, then I'll say, hey, could you, this person never, hey, landlord, this person never called me back again about fixing the sink. Uh, please fix the sink. And sometimes, like, our lives just fall out of the arena of common sense. We kind of just slip out of it. And I'm sure by the time this airs, I'll probably have dealt with it. So that's the good news. Uh, but but it's like, and I can see it in a neutral way. It's like, yeah, why don't you just call the landlord? That's what people say. Well, why don't you just get just say, you can fix the sink tomorrow? And it's a, I, I hear you. Uh, but, but then, you know, again... I mean, I hope everybody, like, I hope it normalizes it for you. And if it's, I hope it's not that your bathroom sink's freaking clogged for four or five weeks. Uh, but, but whatever you're putting off or whatever you're struggling with, you know, I struggle with strange things too. And I think sometimes at bedtime, particularly, but during the day or stuff, it can be shameful. Or, you know, we wish, geez, I wish I was a better, but I guess I'm not perfect, you know. So I say, well, I'm not perfect. I got a clog sink that I, unfortunately, uh, don't have, you know, it just happens to fit right in that strange place where I don't have an emotional toolbox, really, to come to grips with it. And maybe this is a learning process, or maybe these are just, this, you know, whatever. Maybe, and then you lie in bed analyzing them, and that's it. Well, geez, if I could get my sink fixed, look out world. Uh, you know, if only I was the kind of person I could get that fixed on that day. Or if only I was, you know, landed gentry or whatever, you know, say, but then your sink still gets clogged whether you rent or you own. 
and you still get to deal with other human beings and that they're not perfect. And I say, well, I lost you. I mean, maybe they lost your phone number. Who knows? Maybe, you know, it's not about you. But I guess only to share this to say, hey, you're not alone. I think that's like the most important message I could ever get across in this podcast is that, geez, maybe this isn't the podcast for you, or maybe, you, you know, you don't like my sense of humor, or maybe you do, or uh, maybe, you know, you can't sleep because of this, this, or that, and maybe you got free, maybe you're a plumber, and, and, and you got, your, your water flows like freaking, you know, Niagara Falls or whatever. Uh, and I guess it's weird cause this is a podcast and it's like, well, you know, fundamentally we're all whatever that, you know, the whole philosophy thing, I banned that at bedtime. But the message is that sometimes you can feel terribly alone. And I guess sometimes I just want you to know that you're not alone in feeling that way. Like, cause sometimes, you know, I feel, well, I say, well, geez, why can't I just get my, why, why is this gotta be so tough? And I think maybe with ourselves just cultivating a little compassion <laughs> and I guess like, well, yeah, this is too bad you can't deal with the sink. Let's not think say let's not think about it till tomorrow, you know. You you, you got enough stuff going in, which is kind of true, you know. It's like we're not perfect. We all have our clogged bathroom sinks that are, you know, clogged, you know. Also, if you work for any believe me, there's enough bleach in there, so don't worry if you're on a health, but you know, you're some sort of health enforcer. Uh, there's enough bleach, you know, to, 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 to damage the uh, plunger. So dude, that's the good news. It's not, it's clean, I guess. Uh, but I, I just want you, want you to know that, like, you know, I, I don't get to know everybody that listens to the podcast and it doesn't put everybody to sleep. I mean, I hope if this is your first few times tuning in, it can help you fall asleep. But, you know, I, I guess there's times when we feel alone and we feel desperate or we feel shameful. And I'm sorry that there are those times, but I've been there too. And I guess I'm okay. You know, my, my bathroom sink's still clogged. It's actually like through the wall to my left here, probably only three feet. So it's just now looming over me, I guess. But but it, I don't know if that makes any sense. But that's one of the that's the person that makes this podcast a man, a grown adult man, uh, with clogged sink. And I don't know if you can relate to that, but I hope you can in some way. Or you say, well, that's a, that's a perfect qualification for me, Andrew. And it's, tr- it's true. It's like uh, sometimes we got to embrace those parts of ourselves, too. You know, like the broken glass in a mosaic, you know, the jagged uh, broken glass. Uh, you know, it's it's got some sweet colors, and, and then someone can arrange it in some way sometimes. Or sometimes you can just look at that one piece and say, man, I love that color. And then you take a step back and you see it's, you know, part of this beautiful thing. And you say, well, that was some glass somebody threw out at some point or whatever. I mean, that's, a, you know, so I'm glad you're here. And, you you know, you're not alone in feeling alone or you're not alone in, uh, you know, in this podcast, I guess the main message is you're not alone in not being able to sleep. There's a lot of people that listen to the show that are out there too. And, uh, you know, I, I happen to be the one that gets to, to, to record this podcast and share the, the, uh, the, the, uh, the ups and the downs that come with making it, uh, or that come with being me. Uh, but we're kind of all here in the deep dark night together, uh, in, in some sense. So, okay.
So I'm glad you're here, and I really hope I can help you fall asleep. Thanks for coming by. All right, welcome to another episode of Nuns in Space, our episodic tale about in space. Uh, it follows our hero, Scooter, uh, a character, and uh, his sidekick and best friend in a software interface, Stan. Software interface, Stan. And the crew of the ship, the nuns from Scooter's childhood, uh, as they travel across time and space uh, to, 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 in search of delusion, uh, they, in hopes the delusion will lead them to the Niches, uh, the ship that uh, they're looking for, that they, they're tracing the delusion to. Uh, so let's see. I think I got it. So they're on a ship. Here's the here's the episodic part. They're on a ship. They're always on a ship, mostly. Uh, Scooter's the quartermaster in charge of the ship. Stands the sidekick. Nuns from the childhood are the crew. In each episode, they try to follow, They try to find the ship to Niches. And so if you if you miss any early episodes. Uh, you can kind of start anywhere. You know, there was a pilot and stuff. Uh, supposed to be one episode. It's a little longer than one episode, but you, you can catch up on that. It'll be like a prequel. You listen to this episode, and then it'll be a prequel. So if this is the first episode you're hearing, it's the first episode you need to hear, is what I'm saying. That's all. That's basically all you need to know. I mean, unless this is the first time you listen to the podcast, then I'll tell you that Scooter's not exactly competent because he's, you know, heavily influenced by me. And I guess then that's all you need to... Also, you know, I'm waiting for the person that does the intro to the show, who once again is walk. My friend, you changed... You do, you recorded... Okay, th- you, thanks, Antonio, but can you just say... It's only a six-hour drive. Holy cow, don't you have a self-driving car? Oh, my friend, I was driving, actually. Uh, Elon Musk and I we drove up together. Wait, you were in the car with Musky. Were you in a self-driving car with Musky, or you were in a Musky-driven car? I'm not at liberty. Can I just introduce the show? He's waiting. Wait, Elon Musk's outside my apartment. I'm not at liberty. I, you, you, there's, there's people to keep it. You got to stay inside, my friend. Okay, excuse me. The ladies and gentlemen, the boys and girls and the friends, the beyond the binary. It's time for another episode of the nuns in space. Okay, I mean, Elon, Elon and I are going to go and get dinner. You got to record. Uh, that didn't sound like you intoned. Yeah, he, he, I was. Okay, my friend, I, that that was that was that. Okay, do you, we should have just cut it when you did. You're right. Nuns in space. Yeah. Okay, I'll see you, Antonio. Can't believe you. Anyway, nuns in space. Hey, pen pal, it's me. You're your good friend, your buddy. Hey, pen pal, so, so good to be penning you this audio letter. Uh, oh, baby, pen in quotes, you know. <laughs> Hardy, har, har. I mean, I guess technically you're my odd pal, but that doesn't sound good, pen pal. And I guess this is selfish, pen pal, because on Earth I always dreamed of having a pen pal. But every single easy opportunity to have a pen pal in grammar school and 
in life, I just let them pass me. I said, well, I'm waiting for the day when it's, you know, really hard to have a pen pal. When I'll be, you know, but anyway, pen pal, good to have, finally have a pen. One, you know, one day I'll hear from you. But hey, pen pal, quick question. Do you remember when I lost command of the ship, uh, the Monte Carmelo? Uh, to stand took over the ship. I'm not sure if you remember what order you're listening to this. These in, but that had happened. And you're just trying to set the mood for you. Not, not that it's important, but at one point, Stan took over command of the ship. But then I, he was my, my command was returned to me, my quartermastering, which is the title. I just still don't understand. This I think these are pirate, pirate. I don't understand the 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 org chart pen pal. Just so I can paint it out for you, there's two bubbles, right? It's also like a decision flow thing. So it's like, is there a battle situation? No, quartermaster's in charge. That's me. And unfortunately, this is all hardwired into the computer. Is there a battle situation? Yes. Uh, then, 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 sister, one, one of the the nicer sister is in charge, but I, but just I'm in a bad mood with the sisters right now because they're being overly polite. Um, but you might like okay. Here, this might help you remember when I happened. Remember when I stuck my head? This was not. Remember when I stuck my head in the deep space collider? I don't know if they have it on your planet, but on my planet they had these particle colliders. And back when I was an Earth human, you know, back when I was Earthbound, I used to like to go to those things and say, huh, what would happen if I stuck my elbow in one of these particle colliders? And the earthly scientists, they always said, you know, that I could, you know, that it was a bad idea. Anyway, it turns out they even have them in space. And I decided to sick my, I said, well, first off, this won't get any laughs, even if it's not a joke. I said, hey, sister. Does this does this spaceship have a moonroof that I could stick my head out? It gets a blank look, just like that pen pal. But I was serious, and it turns out that actually there is like something like a moon. You know, it's just vacuum and stuff. But uh, anyway, this was interesting. I don't have time to explain what I don't understand about the particle collider. And I actually just heard about it on a, like a broadcast, so I said, let's get over there. It's not that far. And this was when the nuns were doing this maintenance sleep we've been doing. Not important either. Um, but so I stuck my head in the particle collider. Um, okay, but back to, and I'll talk about that. So, so the, now the nuns are not sleeping. And they're trying this new, I think it's a new tactic to, that I've tried these tactics. I guess that's what they don't understand is how awful a child and a young man and a earthbound human I was. But they're trying the oldest trick in the book, which is the, uh, and I think, it, unfortunately, I probably have more amends to make than I can imagine. But it's being so polite, you give someone a nervous breakdown. And, and I think I invented that. I think I had a. I think, you know, one of the, the hurt parts of me that's curled up in the fetal position permanently came up with it as a way for me to seize control. But it's you, you be, we used to be, be so polite to someone, someone, and you know it's working when they have a nervous breakdown. And that's the best, like, you just keep being polite until that happens. And it's not, not as easy as it sounds, Pen Pal. You really have to weigh it with a seriousness and kind of a coldness. 
where you're g- giving someone politeness, but you're still depriving them of many, you know, human necessities they need. But without being obvious, it's like, how do you be some polite with to someone and strip them of all dignity? They and they they're pretty good at it. I'll be honest. If, if you know, if if they you know if they they said. I was trying to think of any stripping dignity jokes, pen pal, but I don't think I'll tell you any of them. And plus, maybe you know, maybe that was stripped long ago. I say, say they they left that on Earth. I left that on the, you know, in the when I think I left it before I was born, before I got to Earth. So they, and I'm also playing along like that. It's trying on my nerves, but I actually find it hilarious because then I, you know, I just using the double politeness move. Where I say, oh, could you go get, like, uh, say, sister, you know, could you fill up some sodas with for Stan? And then they say, Scooter, would you like me to fill up some sodas from Stan? And then, like, this is the game. And they say, yes, I would like you to fill up some sodas for Stan. They say, Scooter, how you would like me to, yes, I will do that for you. How many uh, sodas would you, and then I say, well... If I only five five sodas, if you can carry them, so then I say, can you carry five sodas? And then it takes them a while because they're not good at being terrible in this way. So then they say, then 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 the soda spill, and that's when I say, oh dear, it seems like you got a soda spill, sister. Uh, you know, maybe you should get some help to clean that up. So I think it's going to work against them eventually, but anyway. It's just a state of affairs on there. So if I do sound extra, um, I mean, I guess it is trying on me, pen pal. Otherwise, I wouldn't be recording for you. Okay, so here's the interesting thing about sticking your head in an interstellar. Uh, I don't know if it's interstellar. I like saying that, though. Interstellar particle collider. Uh, one, uh, the after effects on adult acne. Oof, not good. Talk about flare-up. Uh, I mean, I don't know if there was bor- boron in those particles, but uh, uh, it causes adult acne flare-ups. So, if you got it, you know, if you got a, like a like one of those proms when you're an old person, or you know, something you want to look your best for, don't do it. Uh, also, you know, tonight, you know, does does some other stuff like your floaters. You know when you see floaters, I think I see more floaters. And I wasn't looking. I said I purposely tried to have the particle hit my cheekbone, not my eye or my ear. Um, I should have probably because I said, well, it's rather it hit me in the head because you know sometimes I've tried the butt on Earth, like, you know, taking a particle shot to the to one of the cheeks. Uh, uh, anyway, you don't need to know these things, Penfield. These are, these are things that shouldn't have been in that book I wrote. Remember that, Penfield? My life is a particle collider collider. Uh, yeah, they're still boxed up somewhere on Earth. Uh, but but uh, I don't even think I opened the boxes because uh, I didn't want to see the picture of me sticking my rump out in a particle collider. Bad idea, Penfield. Uh, but you know what was an accidental good idea was sticking my head in a particle collider because I found myself attuned to a new level of delusion. And if you have some sense of humor, then you could laugh at that at my expense. Go ahead, pen pal.
Stan, did you did you in the computer laugh at that? Scooter, we're in. Uh, Sco do, yes, Scooter. We will. We 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 just, we we have a new symbol for Ira. You know, you wouldn't understand, Scooter. It's kind of you wouldn't understand. But yes, we had a. I don't know how to explain it to you. We we appreciated it on a good level. Stan, bad time for this question, but does humor, is that good for you in the ship's computer? Scooter, it just, it's, it's data collection, you know, in case we, you know, in case I have to take command of the ship again. Stan, did you know I was, did you hear how I was being petty by making Sister Phillips so many sodas? Scooter, I was, that I, that's data collection, I'm collecting, I collected that data. So you, are you disappointed in me? Scooter, you know, I've collected enough data, Scooter. In those case, you're not surprised. So anyway, Stan, I was just telling the pen pal about this new power I have. I want to call it the Force, but it's not really the Force, but it's kind of like one portion of it. Scooter, I think it's a, it's some sort of a, like a harmonious uh, thing. Like, uh, Scooter, I, I worry about it because me and the ship's computer don't understand what happened when you stuck your head in the collider. Yeah, can, are you still trying to process about this acne? Just in case, I just don't want to. Scooter, it's really not that bad. I I know, but I, it's it's a flare up. It's you know. Okay, Scooter, we're 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 processing away at the adult acne. Uh, we're more worried about the other aspects. Uh, that's great, Stan. So I was just telling the pen pal though that I have a new level of delusion that I can detect. Also, truth-telling by computers. I mean, you know I'm good at that, Stan. Scooter, my voice is designed to, uh, like, communicate to you truth and untruth on a, a verbal level. Okay, that's great, Stan. Terrific. Whoever programmed you, really, they really did a great job. Scooter, uh, you, 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 you were the one that suggested that feature so that I wouldn't Okay, anyway, I don't want to pat myself on the back about that because I knew, because I was using it to, for, because if you were talking about me, never mind. I'm learning that that's a negative because now I can tell when you're, you know, when you're, Scooter, I'm sorry. We're, we're, both of us are imperfect, just in different ways. And then you also have these issues from sticking your head in the particle accelerator. Anyway, pen pal, I call it Delusion Force, which I said, you know, and then I tried to get the sisters to sign up for Delusion Force. And there was no takers, but they said, no, I would prefer, you know, they did that in a polite way. Uh, but so I've been able to, 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 okay, here's the Delusion Force, pen pal. You know, for the longest time, I could only follow strands of delusion, but I couldn't tell, you know, if what, what was the delusion or what was... Uh, like what was an object or a person, basically, or a planet, or a person's of you know wide thing out in the universe, a being, I guess. And I can tell you, it works just like how I imagine the Force works, Ben Pal. Like uh, again, I don't know if you've seen, I don't know how many Star Wars movies there are at this point. Uh, oh, because well, I guess yeah, it doesn't matter, Ben Pal, but uh. Like, like, so I see, like, I, I've been able, like, let me just give you an example, because this is the first time we're trying it out. I detected some delusion as we got, started heading towards the planet. It just, just appeared to me as, like, obvious. They said, well, that's a per it's a person, a being. 
keep forgetting to use that being. I hate that I presume things like that, pen pal, but I'm trying. But so it's a being, and then everyone said, well, how do you know? I said, well, I just know. And, and like, so then as we got cool, I said, well, let's set, 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 you know, we'd already set a course. Whoops. And then we were, and then as we got closer, I think that I'm not positive that Skartok, but I think in the, that they're in prison, like, or they're imprisoned or incarcerated or something uh, on this planet. And then we we reached the contact of the planet and the, the Kinnikoffins, the Kinnikoffin people or beings, oh boy. And basically they said, what's up? You know, they just scanned us and everything because they're... Uh, they're in some hostilities, so, so they said, "Would well, you know? You got to be careful." But they they said, "Would the Kinnikoff and beings be people?" Uh, the, the the representatives they said they said, "Hey, uh, you know," we, we, they, and they said, "We've heard of we've heard about you," and they said, "Really interesting," and I said, "Good stuff," and they said, "We've heard about you." And I say, you're just a, you're a bit like Stan, but I say, hey, but you know, we happen to have somebody in prison there, uh, delu- like possibly a delusional person, like re- like you, you've just like gotten them recently because it like uh, came through some kind of portal or something because all of a sudden I detected uh, this being. And, we, and they said, yeah, what's it to you? We did just capture this leader. And we brought him back to our planet, and uh, we need to deal with it. And I said, "Well, can can I get a, get some FaceTime?" And they said, and "Then then the, we're already in orbit at this point." And then they said, "Wait," well, and they said, "Well, anyway, we're we're parking, you know, landing or whatever." Because they said I knew exactly. It wasn't like they could bother just saying, "Eh, man." And so that's what we're doing, Pen Pal. So I'll be back uh, with update real soon, with soon, you know, sooner than you ever notice. Uh, hey, Pen Pal, it's me. So we we just met with the uh, the Kinnikoff and people, or being be 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 be. What if I call them Beebles? Beeble. What if I call them Weebles? We, the Weebles wobble, but they don't fall down. Anyway, Pen Pal, you won't get any of that. But uh. Like uh, we met, we met with them, and they said, "Okay, so they they wouldn't let me see the prisoner yet, but they claim this prisoner is with a. Uh, let's see, how do I put this uh, delicately in for for in pen pal level language? This so the Kinnikoffin beings have been like they they they, they mostly say they mind their own business, but they do do some colonizing of other planets." And at some point in the history, they you know they did some colonization and then independence thing, and there's some grudges or whatever. And the Kennecoff and people at this point they say, hey, we got it going on our planet. We don't need these colonies, uh, but the colonies they weren't exactly in this. I'm trying to use Earth terms. Uh, they weren't exactly left doing great, and some of them were only partial account and stuff like that. Pen pal, you know that kind of stuff. And so there's this one planet, uh, and their 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 beings on that planet, it, like it, over time, have developed uh, 
more they they, they feel like that they, they're playing it like the resources were taken and they were left on like not to great terms by by the kind of coffin beams. And so they spend a lot of their time trying to get them back and running small skirmish type things or you know, they had not have like the the uh, the the base of financially or like you know, to, 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 to build up a military industrial complex. So they use like scare tactics or, you know, do stuff, uh, you know, that, that, that's not nice that the Kennecoff and people then, but the Kennecoff and people have a more modern, uh, military, their military industrial type planet. And, but their tactics don't really work against these smaller scale tactics and it's been going on for a while, and nobody likes it. And because of the, the planetary stuff and portals and all that, it's been. I guess whoever's in charge on Kennecoff and now is like, let's just we gotta like. Uh, I guess their new thing. Well, then they caught this person, this delusional person. I mean, they're not delu. You know what I mean? That the person that I'm tracking. And they're a leader, and I think part of it is that they thought they had this new. They're worried that the uh, the the group that they're in the opposition against, uh, the V's, the V's, I think is the smaller planet, the V's. And again, I'm not sure I'm pronouncing any of this correctly. Of the V being the V's beings, but so they were worried they're working on something new, so they caught this leader, rogue leader, whatever you want to call it. And the, 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 but they won't let me talk to this rogue leader. Uh, and I said, well, can, can I talk to them in any way? And they said, no, 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 we're using them for bait and we're going to extract information from them. And I said, in a non nice way. And they said, probably at some point. And they said, you know, there'll be a bargaining chip. And, you know, the, the, this person, this being, this DV being is, uh, you know, part of their uh, campaign, I, I would say. And so I've been like, a, but, but I said, well, come on, let me let me talk to them. So, but they didn't believe it. So, okay, Stan, how's that? How's that going? Are you guys you and the ship's computer generating scooter? It's go, it's going good. We've generated a profile of your accomplishments, extracting information, and we've leaked it onto their servers. All right, so staying in the ship's computer, we came up with the idea that they would like that I'm an expert interrogator. Uh, so they should, oh, yeah, okay, Pen Pal, I'll be back. I'm going to go. They should be calling me. Uh, hey, Pen Pal, I'm back. I just want you to a live listen in here. I'm going to talk to some of the uh, Kennecoffins about before they send me in for main. Okay, so hey, good, yeah, good, 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 good afternoon, Kennecoffin beings. Oh, it's the evening. Okay, sorry about that. Well, yeah, I'm glad you've been doing some reading on me. I've been doing a lot of reading on you, and it sounds like this situation is just not good for anybody, huh? Like you got the disease messing with you, and you're trying to mess with them, but it's ineffective, and I'm sure there's political fallout for that. So I just need you to tell me what information you want me to get. I'll go in there. I'll talk to this uh, this DV, DV being uh, correct. Uh, 
and I'll get whatever you need to know uh, off of them. You know, I just get I, I use this, I, I have different methods of inter- interview techniques. I don't know if you've followed my profiles, uh, all the articles written about me. Oh well, yeah, I guess they did get my you know my ability to interview by uh, yeah sticking my head in particle collider particle collider collider. Yep, that was my treaty, my thesis, and. Uh, like, uh, but it can't be, it can't, what is done can't be undone and can't be redone. They said, yes, I did really stick it in, in, in a particle collider. I did a uh, particle accelerator. I think it was accelerating, you know, then it collided with me. So I'll be happy to talk. You, so you need me to get information. You're concerned about the disease, uh, having a new method to use. And, uh. Quick question: Is the name of the DV person you have Gartok? Like, uh, is it a t- tentacle-based being? No. Hmm. Well, yeah, I get, I'm getting a lot of uh, a delusion off of them, so I'd love to talk to them. And okay, I can have one minute with them. Well, that's not gonna. You want me to find out if there's a new new thing they're gonna use against you? Okay, well, just let me in there. Okay, I'll be right back. Uh, pen pal, stay with me here. Oh, you're not going to let me in the room? You're only going to let me in the... Uh... It's, okay, great. Um, good, 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 good afternoon. I'm, 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 uh, I'm Scooter. I, I, I assume you're a, being, a DV being. They didn't give me a name. Or if they did, I didn't write it on my hand. Sorry about that. I'm a bit... In, I don't, did you have laughter on V? You're nodding. Well, you know, I'm here to talk to you about, uh, you got, got quite a situation on your hands. It must be tough. Uh, and now you're here with the kind of coffins, huh? Yeah, it's rough. I don't know if, the, is the speaker on in here? Can, can you just like cough or something? Do you know what a cough is? Do you have coughing and V? You cough-based beings? Well, I was just trying to get a gauge of you. How are you so you're really out to get these kind of coffins. Yes. So you do. Okay. The translator worked too. So are you working? Do you know Gartok? Why are you smiling and looking at me? Okay. Oh, they're, they're making, I'll be back. I'll be back to talk to you. Okay. Excuse me. It was just about to get the info you needed. Oh, you're saying my records are falsified? No, 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 no. I really did stick my head in a particle accelerator. Okay, you're very. You're gonna charge me? No, no, no. No need for charges. I just got the all the information you need. Uh, holy cow! You, you, is your beings a jump? You jumped too quick to judgment on this planet, huh? All my records are false. They were okay. Well, that's what that's what you say. But I, I mean, I, I I only know what I heard in there. And I don't know if you heard all the subtext and the, the uh, I'm not sure, are you familiar with uh, whatever that thing's called, the body language and metacommunication and all, uh, the kind of coffins? Okay. I have four minutes to explain myself. And then otherwise, okay, well, yeah, I can't get locked up because I have a crew and a, a software interface. 
I guess you do. You're you interested. So, so you're you're perpetually at in at war, more or less, with these uh, Davi people, correct? That's what I was able to extract in there. And you're in some sort of arms race, but you're in a conventional arms race, and they're in an unconventional arms race, correct? And it seems like this has been going on forever, and you've been trying to change different tactics to fight it, and the, but they just changed their tactics, correct? Right, and and have you you've tried have you like you've tried some defensive things, but that's about it. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I got everything solved, but I just need to get back in there to talk to the person. Oh, once I solve it. No, I just, if you let me, t I'll tell you how to fix everything. I mean, I got the, I got the plan. Believe me. Believe me. You know, uh, I mean, I, I've been tr being trained on the way here. We were role-playing how to fix this situation, if you, if you wouldn't believe it. And writing false records about no, I really did write a book called uh, the Particle Collider Collider. The rest of the stuff was probably made up. But you know, the ship's computer just has a thing for me. Really looks up to me. And writes fantasy fan fiction about me. So that's probably what accidentally got uploaded to your servers. But let's not quibble. I mean, do you want this situation? So you're you're perpetual war. Don't no end in sight. You're just wondering who's gonna outrace the other with arms race, right? And you're hoping to get the upper hand right now. But really, you're only trying to quell your anxiety to find out if there's something to be anxious about, where I could actually fix the problem. But bang bang. I mean, it take it's going to take a while because it took a while to get you in this one, but. I'll tell you what the tag to, I mean, you don't collide with the particle collider and not learn a thing or two about collisions. And this is a collision that needs to be, you know, you've got to stop colliding and colliding and colliding into each other. Oh, I can have the prisoner if I fix this situation. Well, I'll lay it all out for you. It's a, now don't, you're going to, I know you're going to have a reaction when I pitch you this, but it'll work. You, 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 but you have to go all in and I can guarantee it'll work. So everybody grab a seat, grab a seat. Oh, you, oh, you don't have butts. Okay. Don't grab a seat then. Okay. Don't get this mixed up. We're not, we're not, this isn't a war for the hearts and the minds of the V people. So let me just put that right out there because that's a mistake. And I know the super, the ones you with those uh, military stuff on, you are going to think that. It's not what we're going for here. But we are going for W-A-R, big capital W, capital A, capital R, war. What we're going to use a war of kindness. And you go ahead and laugh or, or stare at me blankly or whatever it is you do then you're, with your beings. And then take take a minute to think about the entire, what do you got, like 400 years of messing this up, right? Am I right? I can see the people that are have attrition experience. Yeah, this side of the room's going to be responsive to my idea, and it'll, it'll get, get gather steam. I know it. And I want those of you that are brave uh, uh, to stay standing, and those of you that aren't brave... Uh, to 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 lean up against something, and don't worry because you take. I want you to get your dig deep into your warrior uh, beings, and you just tap the real warrior within. 
and uh, think about weapon. We're not going to even weaponize kindness, but we're gonna we're gonna do. So, like from what I was reading, it's five hundred years. I guarantee you, we'll do a hundred years of kindness if you can commit to a hundred year kindness to war, and set aside ideas. We're gonna. This is a. And go ahead and consult your friggin', uh, you know, war universities or whatever. This is just like all other war paradoxes. This is a paradox. And victory will only come when you set aside the idea that you can win hearts and minds. And you dig into the war, or that it's a war of attrition. No, 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 no. This is a war of kindness, and it starts within, within the warrior, within the warrior, within. Got that? So you're going to have to dig deep. So I don't know how many of you can dig deep, or, you know, that's a metaphor. Hopefully you have those uh I'm assuming that's one of the reasons we can all communicate is that, we, you know, I think someone, I think I did a training on that once they trained train me. Uh, but this is going to be the biggest hit. And believe me, I sold this on other planets for money. Uh, so, but this is free. I mean, in exchange for the, for the, the, the VN. But that's it. You use kindness for a hundred years. Now the paradox is you got to actually be kind and you'll have to also sharpen up your defenses. Now we've got to be real. We're realists. We're all realists in this room. Are there any? Okay, there are some non-realists, but that's fine too. But yeah, we got to be realists about this because so you're going to sharpen your defenses and be proactive. But our primary, uh, we're going to funnel. And guess what? This is you want to hear something great. This is cost-effective. And yeah, realize that initially uh, the profit, you know, people have profit from making, but there's plenty of profit in kindness, I'll tell you. So don't worry about your bottom lines. You will have to convert. So, you know, those of you that have, that are the strongest, you're going to have to make sure this is followed. I mean, the question is, oh, hold on, let me check uh, with my ship's computer. Ship's computer, did you tap into their... Oh, by the way, this is getting broadcast to all your people. Uh, and uh, yeah, yeah. So, so they're all. So, so I think the people probably want it, or some, you know, at least, uh, you know, plurality. I hope. Uh, but eventually, I think you do this for a hundred years. It's it guarantee it'll work, uh, and then the the the, the this will be like it'll change everything. But it takes it take two or three generations uh, or. Yeah, ship's computer just told me that's how long. Sand, right? Scooter, the other generations are similar, or Earth generations, like 23 to 30 years. Great, stand. So so that's it. So I'll just take the prisoner, and you start to, and I trust all of you to enact the kindness. And yeah, consider it a freebie. Just, you know, if you want to put a statue of Stan up in the ship's computer on your planet and the Deviant planet once everything's rosy, I'll prove it to you. Well, I don't really need to tell you what. Check the history. Well, check the future history books about this one. Well, I, I think why am I the most qualified to be kind? Uh, oh, because I've been role-playing? Well, none of the sisters were trying to use kindness against me, believe it or not. So my crew is expert in it, too. I guess so. Technically, you're right. My crew is expert in using I mean, they were using politeness. They were trying to weaponize politeness. Uh, well, you, you don't trust that you can? No, no, I trust you. You can pull it off. You don't need my help. Oh, no, no, you, you, you. 
want my help in exchange for the prisoner. Okay, war scientist in the lab coat. Go ahead. You got a question? Uh, you find this idea interesting and plausible. Well, that's great. You you sound like a leader. You sound like you're ready to tap into that kind warrior within and start using kindness in a paradoxical way. No one will even get hurt, uh, but it'll work. You just got to, it's like it's sinking it in that you're fighting by being nice in a real way. Fight back. It's it's a paradox. I know it's hard. You you, you I, I heard your planet loved paradoxes too. Rubik's cubes. Yep. Oh, I guess that was another planet. Don't worry. What a Rubik's cube is? It's nothing. Okay, so you had you've been working on a weapon. That sounds perfect for this kindness. Terrific. Sounds like you should get right to work while I get out of here. Uh, perfect for me to prove. No, no, no. I don't need to like a. Okay, go ahead, because this sound, go ahead, tell me about it. It's a time slower. The time slips, a a slip and, time slip and slide of thing. Is that what you, I'm sorry, I guess my translate, did you say time slip and slide? You're shrugging. Okay, so how does that work? Slows down time. Oh, because you were going to slow down time to mess with the, 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 whatever, the other beings. Yeah, but I I can't slow down time. I got other stuff to do. Like I'm not in I'm not into that. Well, only be. Yeah, but I see I'm not into. I got I got I, I, I'm in a hurry. Like I'm always in a hurry. It'll clear up my acne. What do you mean? Oh, there's like an anti-aging vibration. Okay, I don't understand. I mean, I'm not good at understanding these. Uh, astrophysics type stuff so i'm going to take it's a slip just just hear me out so i go we go we take our planet we go down this slip and slide thing in a jig and we'll fall out of the okay so time will slow but then we climb back in it but it takes a so, but, but I don't want to miss anything. It, like, I feel like I'm already missing out on stuff. I'm out here in space. I probably missed everything good that I could have had. And I still have some Earth problems I was hoping to resolve, believe it or not, uh, while they were still pending, you know, being Earth, you know, existing on Earth. Oh, you'll get, okay, so you'll give me the prisoner and the time slip and slide. Okay, so then I can travel back. In time. That sounds like a bad idea. Oh, I'll just climb back to slip and slide. Well, my acne, so my acne will clear up 100%. And my wrinkles. I don't really have any wrinkles. Oh. What about teeth whitening? Really? Okay. And a statue of me staying in the ship's computer. Great. Okay. Um, okay, well, uh, I'm going to have to run this by the sisters, but I think they'll agree. Okay, great. Uh, so I also have to do is show uh, some of you how to, to be kind. And, you know, like, oh, okay, hey, pen pal, it's me. I'll get back to you. This is uh, confusing me. Hey, pen pal, it's me. I'm with the sisters. Uh Stan and I. So, sisters, that's it. We're going to just go. You just got to keep this politeness up that you're doing for me. But just add in actual love uh, and kindness. 
and we're gonna do, we're gonna go out to this Devorian or whatever. I forgot what the being, but it would uh, Dr- Dr- I don't know. And uh, oh, Devorian, I did write it on my arm. And we're gonna do some random acts of kindness to kind of show they're gonna be monitoring it. We're gonna do strikes of kindness, yeah, random, you know, in and out sorties, kindness sorties. A lot, but you won't know. We're going to be in a time slip or a slip and slide or something. I know this isn't important to you because I don't even know what you actually look like, any of you, but it'll clear up any wrinkles, they said. Back backaches, too. Weren't one of you complaining about headaches? Human headaches. No, it won't clear up to head. Hilarious. Hilarious, because I know I'm the human headache. Thanks. I remember you calling me that once. Uh, but that's it. We just got to do a bunch of acts of kindness, but t- 10 to 20 years worth, they said. We won't know. That's the paradox, sister. You won't even notice. It'll be great for our relationship and everything. And I think this time slip and slide will make it. You won't notice a thing. So, hey, pen pal, I'll be back. We're going to get, get this going. And then I'll be back. Okay, pen pal. Uh, hey, pen pal, it's me. Oh. So back and back, we're back and uh, headed. We've been doing kindness. I don't know. Uh, do I sound acne free? Because I feel acne free, pen pal. My teeth feel. It's, I don't know if they were kidding about that. Maybe they have a different thing for. They don't know what teeth are. But I feel great. We've been doing. At first, we were doing these fly in, do something nice, fly out. We did that for a while. You know, surprise kind, surprise random acts of kindness. And then we split up and we we're doing all, all the sisters got into it. And we were do, one of them was doing uh, art, art kindness or, you know, like earth kindness and other like uh, for the Devorian planet, which was interesting because they have like a lot of translucent uh, plant based beings. Uh, the art kindness was cool. Fire, you know, one of the sisters, they just did firework. I thought this was so cool. Was Sister Leanne just do fireworks. Uh, like once the people realized that it was just for show. Can you imagine your sister city just gets a random fireworks show? And then we did seminars for some of the um, coffins or whatever the people were called. Kind of lost track. Sorry, pen pal. It's been... You think Earth years, it's but they'll be rolled back as far, as far as my understanding of how time slip and slide works. But we opened up for theme parks and uh, like everything, movie, you know, tons of stuff. Uh, but mostly a lot of hand holding and, and dancing and singing. But and then well, there was a myopic phase of like a couple of, for a couple of years. But then in re-embracing being a being, you know, and then that was a being a being. I think that was a, I don't know, I kind of lost track, but it was great. I feel great. Also, uh, pen pal, you could probably, t- a little stressful, like, because uh, I think I got too much in, and in the sisters too. We really got into this warrior of kindness thing. And now that we're slipping back, uh, just to try to get to back to, to, to coffee and, and it's just me with the prisoner because we're, I think we're getting, I don't understand. We're going through this slip. It was supposed to get a couple of years back here. And then I said, won't that undo? And they, they said, don't worry. You don't understand. I said, yeah, but I'm, 
And then they said, it's a paradox, a time paradox. I said, oh, he should have just said that. But anyway, pen pal, we're, I'm going to park and then go meet, and then we'll pick up this uh, this being, and I think we get to keep the time slip and slide. Uh, I'll be back, pen pal. Uh, hey, pen pal. Um, oof, paradox of kindness, pen pal. It means, uh, I guess, uh, here's the thing. Repre- re- little, little repression overload. And we lost the Devorian with the, delu- the delusion Devorian that I'm pretty sure knew Gartok. I uh, b- b- also broke the time slip thing. I it sl- sl- slipped and slided it and threw it, it like one of those spinning around throws while I was yelling. And also, did I, I guess I yelled so much that the. Uh, the Devorian, you know, left. They, they went to the big Devorian place, the Devorian farm. They bought a Devorian farm because that was, I was, I, I don't know, I just lost, and I didn't even do anything other than go on a couple of tirades, I guess. I don't know if it was a couple of years. And the sisters were with me, and they were also very, luckily we didn't yell at each other. We just kind of, I don't know, I think we even did a play about it. We were so upset and singing. I don't know. It was, it, we, we, but it it cost us the prisoner. Also, I uh, uh, broke my own statue. They did erect a statue of me and Stan and the ship's computer. And um, nuns helped me do, we ground that up. So it turns out that doing kindness for 10 years represses it. So blew, but it didn't, didn't work out. I mean, it worked out for these two planets, I think. I don't understand the time slip thing either. And so they said that the damage was irreversible. Dulled acne's back. But I still have the force, though. Uh, up until the second uh, um, Devorian bought that farm for a discount, too, uh, then then I didn't detect the, their delusion. You know, they didn't have any del- That's how we knew. We didn't say, I don't, you don't need to call a doctor. That farm's done bought, I said. I didn't say it like that, though, because I was yelling, and that's when we ran out after my statue. And then, you know, when someone's really mad and they spin around, whoo, through the time slip. So I blew that one. Uh, so we're back on the ship now. Uh, another update. Sisters aren't being polite to me anymore, so that's good. Uh, they're just, you know, do, doing a thing where they talk under their breath about everything I say. So things are back to normal, more or less. You know, but except for the the acne, it seems worse. But it it doesn't matter. It, you know, you know, my delu- you know, my delusion detection, the d- d- delusion force is full full bore. But I think I need a nap. So, so I'm gonna do like the cryo sleep for a while. Uh, you know, and 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 then other, like I think the uh, you know till till you know I guess till the next. Uh, I guess it'd be nice. I wonder if I could do like cause I always said it, like to the people at the. The the I said, don't you got to send the um, particles back the other way? Can't that reverse the acne? And the, the sister, the sisters, they all all watch this pen pal. The sisters, they all look great though because it was t- slip and slide. 
it did not damage, like, didn't I, the, the effects on, they're still glowing. Oh, do they glow. Not a wrinkle, not a wrinkle to detect, pen pal. You know, just this wrinkle in time. It's just called my existence. So thanks, pen pal. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. I wanted to do thanks for some iTunes reviews. Uh, uh, feminine, uh, feminine, uh, mall, uh, exactly what I need. Don't know how this works, but it totally does. Thank you. Uh, Jay Savia from New Zealand. Uh, podcast is held good. Help me so easy, easy, so good. Thank you. Uh, Quad J to the K L K D K I. Awesome bed pod, best podcast ever. Keep up the good work. Thank you and good night. Uh, blah, blah. Uh, from the USA, it was a great storyteller, brilliant, thank you. And then we got a, a Crinkster 54, really stupid. Uh, when I one start, when I want to fall asleep, I don't want to put on an hour podcast or, or audio of any sort. Hmm, interesting, interesting that you put on the audio podcast, but uh, I want to fall asleep as soon as possible. This podcast is really stupid, didn't help at all. There are apps that are shorter and better than, well, I said it's stupid a lot. I know there are other good reviews, but I just don't see it. Uh, so that's from Crankster. Michelle6189, surprised. I don't know how it puts me right to sleep, but I love it. Thank you. Thank you, Michelle. That's kind. This one comes in from Sweden, A-S-D-F-K-L-O-A. A favorite sleeping pill. Help me sleep when nothing else works throughout the stressful uh, half of the senior year. Even though I don't need it anymore, I enjoy having it in the background like an old friend. I think it helps uh, that I'm Swedish and it takes energy to translate the uh, this phrase in my head that tires you out. Thank you, that's nice. Made me laugh after that other one. Sleepy326, can't sleep? Try this. Uh, so glad I stumbled on this podcast. Uh, I have dealt with insomnia for as long as I can remember. Last night I had so many anxious thoughts. Uh, and yet again, without fail, I was asleep within a few minutes. So soothing. Topics are balance of interesting to distract and dull enough to put you to sleep. Thanks, Sleepy326. Uh, awesome. This is from SYT Nick1989. Oh, like uh, so many people listen to this podcast, they suffer from racing thoughts. Fall asleep to audiobooks. Great alternative. My only complaint is it's not a complaint when it adds a charm. Uh, sometimes it's too funny. It keeps me up for extra five minutes. Thanks, uh, S.Y. Tink. Maggie G64, it's magic. Uh, someday scientists will uh, uh, discover that it's attuned with the human brain sleep center. A long time insomnia. I could put on and sleep with me. I'm sleeping in 10 minutes. I don't have uh, overthinking. Uh, that keeps me awake, uh, but how does uh, trying, uh, like, it's that general, gently daffy, inconsequential, and filled with digressions. So glad I found this. Thank you. And then uh, Jim, Emma, 917, helps me fall asleep. Ace, uh, 917. Oh, <laughs> no melatonin necessary. Thanks. Uh, then we have K K Hair J twenty one. They didn't like it. They said something they can't repeat. And then they said, "What in the fresh H heck is this voice?" 
I downloaded a few episodes. Uh, in a desperate attempt to sleep for the umpteenth night in a row, my eyes were open, my heart rate spiked upon hearing the host's voice. Not sure how soothing it is. Uh, they didn't like it. They, they're not, they were nice. They were, wow. Uh, you know who was nice and kind? Shakedown 63. Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. That's simple and kind. How about Cleo, 99, away from Ireland? Works like a charm. Monotone nonsense. Uh, your mind gives up trying to follow the story. Uh, can't make it beyond 15 minutes. Thanks. How about uh, D. Dwayne Bermuda from the USA? Amazing, wacky, wonderful, weird. What can I say about this charming, wacky, weird podcast? Puts me to sleep every night. Never get to the end of an episode. A sweet, scratching, stammering voice. Took me a couple of listens before they were hooked. Thank you. Love the stories and cultural references. Uh, Diane, thank you. Yeah, this one comes in from Seattle's ex. So, so somebody used to be with Seattle. They're, they're, that's their ex. They can't stand the podcast either. So for, I think this is the toughest round of thank yous. Couldn't stand the host's voice. Uh, not only to put me so it annoyed me. Uh, nice idea. Needs better. Well, okay. Uh, how about this one? Mama O F J Z. Best way to fall asleep. Uh, been following his listening podcast for a while, but uh, sometimes I have loud, quiet times that Jerry has sleep. This host with a monotone voice and just weird enough stories to help me get more hours in a row than before. Perfect for my insomnia. Thanks. And finally, Timmy Deck. A great relaxer at the end of the day. After a hard day, it's great to unwind with sleep with me. Not only does it help me sleep, it makes me feel good about myself and happy. Thanks, uh, Timmy. Scooter does an amazing job. If you feel uncertain at night or stressing, try this podcast. Can't recommend it enough. Thanks, Tim. And thanks, everybody else, for the reviews, and good night.